Good morning. Amazing name of God. Excuse me. <clears throat> Bless the name of our God for bringing us again for today's podcast. May God name be praised in Jesus' name. Oh my God, I was so tired, but I was believing that at the point the Lord will strengthen me, and I thank God He finally did. I thank God because He's God Most High that has always allowed His work to progress. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to learn as your feet again. Please be that glorified. We thank you. You have not allowed all that we passed through to stop the progress. Oh Lord, we appreciate you. Blessed be your name. As we have come today, please God, come and join us in this podcast. Come and teach us. Open our understanding. Open our hearts to receive. Fill me with the power of God. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Speak through me, O Lord. Let the world that is blessing people, let it also bless me. Take charge in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Yes, today's topic is chosen ones. At first, I was like, ah, is it not too short? Maybe I should make it the chosen ones. Then I say that I don't want that D. I don't want it there. Then I thought, okay, maybe I should make it God's chosen ones. Then when that topic, God's chosen ones, came to my mind, I started seeing that everything I was gathering in my brain, they were all talking about Christian journey, how to be faithful in your Christian journey. And I see that that's not what I want to talk about. Today's topic is motivational. Fine, it's not that we are going to go away from the Word of God. But it's more of practical things that people go through in life. The Christian work is different. And there are some practical things that happen to everyone. Even people that are not Christians. So I just saw that. Okay, let's make it chosen ones. So that's how the topic came about. But I've gotten the topic since yesterday, like when we were doing the last podcast. So that was when I've gotten the topic. So we thank God. So today we want to motivate ourselves. Yesterday's topic was starting from scratch. That is learning how to do things from the little that you have around you and hoping that eventually you will get to the top. And one thing I want to add is that if you are starting from scratch, don't look at that place as your final destination. For example, some people will start from scratch, maybe they are living in a very poor house. Then they start sleeping with girls in that place until somebody gets pregnant for them there. Forgetting that they have a higher destination in the future. And that's how they will stop their progress there. I'm sorry to say I'm not mocking anyone. There was a guy that told me what happened to him. He said his parents, his father was already planning for him to go and study abroad. Then a girl seduced him while he was working as an electrician. And then... 
she got pregnant and the father said i can't allow you to leave your child there and go abroad so you have to take care of the child so that's one thing i want to add to the topic wherever you are it's not your final destination it's just a passing through it's just a place you have to pass through before you get to where you're going so don't settle there don't settle don't start acting like you have arrived don't start sleeping around there don't exchange your destiny with girls there you understand if at all you want to take any girl there let it be a girl that you are going forward together some girls don't have high visions if you get married to them or you do anything with them they will drag you down and you'll not be able to go forward and if you at all you want the both of you to go higher then you have to do a relationship that is without sex because sex has the power to glue you in a very dangerous way you will think you are right but you are actually wrong that is what sex before marriage does it glues you in such a way that it is is dangerous for the both of you but when it's in the marriage every other thing that needs to be joined are already joined then sex comes in and it becomes a blessing at that time it's no longer a cause so i just said i should have that for yesterday's topic so that people don't get it all wrong that okay she said we should start from the scratch so then you are starting from the scratch and then you are unable to go forward when you are starting from the scratch let let your future your goal your ambition be as your in your heart always no matter what you are going through always have it that i'm just passing through this experience i have somewhere to go and don't stop don't settle don't rest until you get there because you will surely get there with the power of god joseph got there so we will get there too amen so today's topic is like continuation but for me i don't like doing all these segments that's why i'm i like making new episodes <clears throat> but then whenever you, you notice any topic you see that it's like it's relating to one of the topics so i can say it's still another way of yesterday's topic or maybe like continuation or looking at it in another form so today we want to talk about chosen ones who are the chosen ones in a family god is watching everyone but let me say everybody on this earth god is watching you god is watching your faithfulness how you are devoting yourself to god how you are saying god i give my heart to you how you are honoring god god is watching you then a time comes and god says i want to choose this person to break generational costs i want to choose this person to do great things in this world i want to choose this person to do great things in life so those are the chosen ones and they are usually born out of 
rigorous experiences. Unlike something that was already anointed from the womb. For some of us, it's when we get to the world that God checks us because of our faithfulness, because of how we are we are careful about the things of God, how we are careful about caring for others, how we are being selfless, our selflessness. This is the call when God was um when the when Israel was looking for king. God said, I'm not ready to give you king yet because I'm still searching. You understand? I'm preparing a king for myself. So that means in all that land, the Lord was looking out for somebody who has the heart of the people, who can be selfless. Then he found that attitude in David. You know, everything David passed through, like those uh, lions and the bear. They were all God's way of testing. Will this boy be able to care for this sheep if I send something to him? And then we saw how he rose up to it and, and he overcame them. The Lord saw that, oh, this is a selfless person. The Lord tested him twice and saw that it's just him. It's not as if it was a coincidence. That is just his behavior to care for people that are weak. Because sheep are actually weak. And God said, oh. And God went to tell Samuel, I have found the king of myself. Among the sons of Jesse. And that is to tell you that from the firstborn to the second to the last, which is before David, God gave them all chances to prove if they can be the chosen ones. But they were not with those qualities that God wanted. So the Lord didn't choose them. So today I want to tell us that we can put ourselves in that line to be one of the chosen ones of God that God will use. It is how you turn to God. We have learned in this recent podcast that the Lord is, the Lord honors those who honor Him. And if you choose not to honor Him, the Lord will leave you to yourself. He will not honor you. He will not regard you. So if you are the type that you want to honor God, you see Samuel among the sons of Eli. The sons of Eli were Belial sons. They were making God angry. But Samuel decided to obey God. Samuel decided to do only the things of God, and God honored him. He served till his old age. He was a priest, at the same time a judge. And he was like the president, he was like the king for Israel. Imagine all those positions for only one person. And it's because he was faithful to God. What I'm saying there is that it is how we turn to God that will determine if God will choose us for an assignment or for to break a family cause or not. So it's not that God will say he's only this person, then, then leave other people. No, God doesn't leave other people. He has tested everyone and then he chose one person. Look at uh, Mary, mother of Jesus too. They all chose her. There were so many people who were virgins then too. She was not the only one. 
But God saw her faithfulness, her service to God. Maybe some were just virgins because they were they were told to do so. It's not coming from the heart. Or maybe they were not serving God as they are supposed to. But God checked all through and the Lord saw her that she's the most favored of all women. Then God sent the angel. You understand? So and what I'm trying to say is that it's how we turn to God that we determine if God will choose us. Now let's check the qualities of the chosen ones. I want to tell you today that the journey of the chosen ones is not a it's not an easy journey. It's very difficult. You don't get to the top on rosy ground. Another person I want to point our eyes to is, is Joseph in his family. From Reuben even to Joseph to to Benjamin, the Lord has searched. Who am I going to call the chosen ones among these people that will save these people from long years of staying in a, in a land and unable to grow? Because if they were in in Canaan without going to Egypt, because Egypt protected them for those long years, fine, they were slaves there, but it was like a protection for them to be able to build. Because Egypt was, was the most powerful land, country then. So they were protected in that land. And they also, who will I be able to choose? Reuben was there sleeping around. He was uncontrollable with his sexual urge. Judah the same. Judah was sleeping around with harlots. And many of them were just misbehaving. He saw how Sam, uh, Simon and Levi went to kill an innocent person. They were held as seen. I've mentioned like firstborn to firstborn. The Lord was searching all of them. Reuben was supposed to take that position as a firstborn because every firstborn has uh, the position of being an elected in the family. There is more glory added to uh, a firstborn. So if you are a firstborn and you are going through difficulties, it means the Lord has chosen you. It is you that will have to get closer to God and God, in all ways, help me to be able to fulfill this assignment. You won't have things easy. Joseph, being the second to the last one, he didn't have things easy. So why were you a chosen one as a firstborn? Now I want to claim that things should be easy for you. It will not. But if you if you persist and you don't turn away, you will get there. Because the Lord has chosen you for an assignment. Look at David. He was the last one. Did he have things easy? His brethren that the Lord didn't choose. They were not running around in, in the in the caves for 15 years. But David was. David was running around. I'm sure at the time people will tell him you, you should have just said you will not become a king. Why are you doing all this to yourself? I'm sure he would have gotten that kind of advice. But the anointing was already upon him. He can't reject it. When he was anointed, I'm sure he didn't think he would have to be running around for 15 years. But that is what being a chosen one means. When you are a chosen one, there is a power that comes upon you. There's an anointing that comes upon you, that keeps pushing you forward. That's why your difficulties, that's why your challenges, that's why things you are going through. 
So what are you supposed to be doing? To continue to pursue. Don't give up. Don't relent. Because you are the chosen ones. There are angels fighting your battles for you. At, at every point in time, you will always meet people you don't know to come through for you. They may not help you to the top, top, top at that particular time, but they will do something for you at that time that will ease your body. But for the fact that you are even going through that stage at that time means you are a chosen one. It's not, it's not an easy task to be a chosen one. It's like nobody has ever walked this path before, and now you are walking it. And I want to use one of the dreams, which I can call Revelation, to explain it that God used, gave me some time ago. There were two parts. One was so free, it was so broad, it was so clean, it was so clear, that you can just see as far as you want to see on that road. And a lot of people were walking there. And many of them are children of rich people from rich background. They don't have to labor. They don't have to stress. They were just walking and walking, walking and walking and walking and walking. Then the other part, there were a lot of gifts on the road, but it's a difficult task. You have to complete a task before you get that gift. There were gifts at every point in time on that road. But you have to complete a task before you move to the next stage. So it was like it was it was it was not free. Like you have to cross a hurdle, break something, then move again. Then you meet another difficulty, you, you break through, you get the gift that is attached there, then you move. It looks like your path is so rough. But at every point in time, you are getting a victory. That's what I'm saying. Each victory will, will give you more strength for the future. I can't remember how the song was. I can't remember the lines, but what he's trying to say is that each victory will, will give you more power to face the future. Because you have seen your goal at the front. And on this part that is so rough that you have to pass through so many things, there is a future at the front. There is a goal at the front. So the goal is what keeps you going, despite all you are passing through. And more so, you have gifts at every point in time. That by the time you get to where you are going, you are not just like an ordinary person like those on the other path. Those on the other path, they have nothing to show at the end of the journey, and they don't even have a future. I'm so sorry to say. A lot of you people like to compare your life to rich people's children without difficulties. Many of them don't become exceedingly great. When I mean exceedingly great, I mean people that can stand up for people for real, for real. Because they never had the experience. It was all juicy, all rosy all along. You understand? They don't know what it means. Fine, there are also some rich people that God takes through such experiences. You understand? 
but let's say that for some that have it all rosy and rosy and rosy i'm not saying that it's easy to to have a difficult life it's not easy but i'm just saying if god has chosen you then definitely you have to be the time that we have to fight you have to have some experiences that will break you at every point in time and when it breaks you you wait for the lord to console you you wait for the lord to preach to you at that time and that's why holy ghost is very important holy spirit is very important this is what i i really fought for in my difficult times that no i can't allow the holy spirit to slip away from me i can't do anything that will make holy spirit to run away from me because holy spirit was my only consolation and has always been my only consolation look at me i was so tired today but i eventually came for this prayer uh, for this podcast i was too very tired that i was like god I don't want to shift this pray. I don't want to shift this podcast. At the time, I was like, "Should I shift it?" Then the strangers came. You understand? That is what Holy Spirit does. It gives you an inner strength when you are unable to move on, when things are difficult. What do you think was kept David going? It was not his physical strength anymore. It was the inner strength. It will keep you going. When everything around you is saying no, you just find yourself moving. You just find yourself progressing in the face of trials. And that's a gift. Because you will be able to help others. So many people are going through a lot of things. If only one chosen one has been faithful to his or her calling, then she or he will be able to encourage those people who are committing suicide that no you don't have to look in what look at the gift that god has put inside you you can do it the lord has chosen you that's why he's making you to go through this if one chosen one has been faithful to what god has called him or her for look at joseph while he was in the prison he was still encouraging people that was where he met the king's butler and the other person and the king's maybe baker also. You understand? He was going about checking others, trying to encourage them that see, this is not the end. Everything will be fine. Because he is going through it and he can speak about it. Because he's the chosen one of the Lord to help a nation become great. To help a nation, to protect a nation for years. With what he did, he was able to protect Israel in Egypt for years. They were able to grow. They got there like maybe 73 or 75 people. And when they were living, they were millions, maybe 3 million. So imagine. And you think somebody will have that kind of great assignment and it will be so rosy? It's not going to be rosy. But if you keep on, if you believe, you will get there. That is like God called you. Whenever God calls a chosen one, angels are always around. There are angels at every point in time. Those situations that I, I, I'm becoming emotional actually. <laughs> because I'm remembering my own experiences. At every point, I don't want to cry this night. <laughs> God, please help me. But I'm actually becoming very emotional. I have had times 
in my life that I don't understand where I'm even going. And I would just meet someone like an angel. He would take me there and before going back to his own place. You understand? That is an angel. I may not see him again, but he has performed what God wanted him to do. Sometimes I will not have money. Somebody will pay for me from nowhere. That is an angel. You understand? You have to you have to really recognize all this. There was a time I was even sleeping in people's houses. At every point in time, God will send an angel. You understand? At every point, it's not it's not it's not once, it's not twice, it's not thrice. God has always proven himself faithful. Now the day I was even sent out, I didn't have where to stay. I stayed outside all night. Somebody else came and stood with me in the cold in that night. I was looking at myself, God, <laughs> thank you so much. Then another person came and replaced him when he was tired. He went inside and somebody else came. And I was like, God, I'm seeing your handiwork at every time. But that is a situation I needed to pass through. When you're a chosen one, when you have to break a generational curse, something that nobody has ever done, you will have to pass through it. And I've talked so much that don't, don't try to maneuver yourself. Don't try to go through the shortcuts. Don't try to do some rituals or whatever. Wait on the plans. God is a master planner. He knows what he's doing. It will, it will give you strength. It doesn't have to be rosy. Don't go to the other lane where you have no glory, no testimony, nothing to share at the end of the journey, no extra blessings to even give to people. Because those gifts, some of them, you can't even share them alone. You have to share it to other people. You understand? And then people are asking, what do you bring for us? You have nothing to share. You have no story to tell. You have nothing to share to people to encourage them. And you are calling yourself that uh, life is so rosy. It's not, it's not, that's not the plan of God for us in this world. God created us to be this much so that we can be of help to one another. If I just live in your life without having anything to help the other person, then I don't think that's the plan of God. God wants us to help one another. Generations are coming after us. What will you leave to them? Are you going to tell them life is supposed to be easy? You understand? You have to tell them, sometimes you get to a point like this, but keep moving. Your angel is around you. God is around you. The Holy Spirit is around you. He will see you through. Let's read the Bible passage before we round up. Psalm 105. I want to read the story of, of Joseph. Let's read from 17. Psalm of 5 verse 17. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Are you seeing what he went through? 
whose feet they hurt with fetters, was laid in iron, until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go. He made him lord of his house, and ruler of all his substance, to bind his prisons at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. I just stopped in verse 22. Are you seeing all this? Was it easy for somebody to to hurt his feet with fetters? No. Was it easy to be a servant? No. But God said, until the word of God came, the word of the Lord tried him. You will have to go through that trial. Look in verse 22. To bind his presence at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. Imagine somebody teaching senators. Imagine somebody who was a servant yesterday that never went to school. I'm sure they, uh, some, uh, Joseph didn't go to their schools. But he had the wisdom of God through all the teachings and the trials. And he was able to teach senators. That is what God can do. When you are faithful to the assignment that God has called you for, the time will come that the Lord will take you up to the top. That people will say you are the called, you are the chosen one for this position. If you are looking for a job today and you are not getting, try to build yourself up. Because your job is not down. It means your job is at the top. Build yourself up. Eventually, one day, you will be called to a high position that you will not need to be a servant for anyone in your job. You will be at the job as a leader. Imagine I start getting job of motivational speaking now. Am I going to be a motivational speaker and then they will be dragging me around? No. I already become a leader. Because it's leaders that motivate, isn't it? That is what God can do. God can take you from someone that no one regards to someone that everybody wants to hear about. And another thing I want to add to it, just like I added to yesterday's topic is, don't lose yourself in the battle. It's not a time for you to start messing around. It's not a time for you to start sleeping around you will lose the battle arrow will eat you and you will die on the battle by the time you start messing yourself up the lord will turn his eyes away from you and pick somebody else if god has don't say because of what you are passing through is so difficult you cannot get through it then you start uh, doing all sorts of rubbish all sorts of things that will disturb the plan of god for you don't do that, please. I know it's not easy when God has chosen you, but if you can stay in God with the Holy Spirit, like I've explained through my own experience, you will get through it. The Lord will never leave you to it. He will never. He will never leave you to it. He will always hear His voice. I am with you. He will always see His hand at every point in time to prove to you that God is with you. We read of Joseph in the prison, he said, and the Lord was with Joseph. In Potiphar's house, and the Lord was with Joseph. I'm sure even in the pit, the Lord was with Joseph. 
I'm sure even in the palace, the Lord was with Joseph. Let that be the plan of God for you, that everybody in time, God is with you. It's not that and the Lord has left, has departed from him, like that of Samson, because of things that he has done, because he has broken the covenant. Don't break the covenant. Don't mess yourself up. Don't lose the anointing. Don't lose the angels around you. Don't lose the spirit of God. Don't let that be the time you start using uh, alcohol to, to wipe away your pains and your sorrow. Don't do it. Let the Holy Spirit wipe away your sorrows for you. Allow the Holy Spirit to do it for you. Don't let that be the time you start carrying hook-up girls. Is that called innocent girls, hook-up girls? Girls girls that want a home. Or do you think these girls are just calling different names? They don't deserve a home. They don't deserve a marriage. Some girls actually just want innocent relationship. Then later on, she'll be hearing that you're calling her hook-up. You're calling her one-night stand. Imagine such kind of dirty words. No girl will want to be called that. Everybody, every girl meeting a new guy will think, oh, maybe this is the right man for me. Then you turn it around. Next thing, she's hearing that you're calling her hook up girl. It's so painful. It's not right. Don't let that be the time you start doing stuff like that without thinking. It's hard to you misusing these girls. Because God will turn his eyes away from you. The power that God has given you, you collect it. And you start looking for another person. It will take away his protection. With all that you are going through, you will see that God is always protecting you. God will continually protect you. But when God takes his protection away, then how can he eat you from anywhere? May God help us. We are ending it there. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. If we say we should continue talking and talking, it's not going to be the solution. The time we just be be recounting what you you are the only one that can interpret this to us. Father Lord, we have heard your word today. Please come and open our understanding. Help us, O Lord. We have taught to ourselves that everything we are going through is because you have chosen us to do a great thing in life. Because you have chosen us, you have checked in the family that you want to use us to do something great. And that you have promised us that you will never leave us. Please help us. Father, let this word continually ring in our head and in our heart that we will not leave your side in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Bye.